Coffee, coffee, coffee. You're drinking coffee. I'm, you're done I drinking finished coffee. coffee. I don't really drink coffee. You don't drink coffee? Mm, no, I don't. Never? I mean, occasionally. I drink it all the time. Granted, one of my jobs is coffee. Is coffee. Your job is coffee. Like one of two. I have too many jobs. You have one too many jobs. I have maybe two too many jobs, I would argue. Do you want no I'm jobs? Pretty, like, no. I would rather have a job. We need money to support all of us. Need... How do you think we're going to pay for the live action adaptation of Atlantis that we're making? Speaking of live app. Action adaptations of Atlantis. Can I just write the script and assume someone will read it we, someday? You, Ryan, you can do whatever your, your heart desires. If we write it and send a nice letter to Disney, they'll to probably send us like Bob Iger. A, goop, a coupon or something. I almost said a, a goomba. Coupon. I almost said a, a goomba. I almost said a goomba. A goomba. Which is the villain you know, from Mario. You know that the the submarine that's finding Nemo themed was originally going to be Atlantis themed, but yeah, the movie was, did poorly. It used to be the Nautilus from uh yeah. From uh, Jules Verne. All I want is that movie to do well. I feel like it won't. It'll never be made. I've been listening to the Pointer Sisters constantly. What are the Pointer Sisters? Taught me one thing. It's like this little. It's like they. It's like a seventies, eighties band. It's like somewhere between disco and synth. You know what else is a seventies, eighties band that's somewhere between disco and synth? I'm just the Emperor's New Groove and Napoleon Dynamite. Hey guys, welcome to Movies We Used to Like, a podcast show where we talk about movies, movies that we used, used to, like. to like. We're going to get it one of these days. I'm uh, Ryan. I'm Taylor. I'm Ryan, because I don't think you could hear me over Taylor saying I'm Taylor. And I'm Ryan. Okay, no. I'm... But welcome. Um, if you want to send us an email, uh, send us right. an email at moviesweustolike right at gmail.com. Yep. And please leave us a rating on iTunes, even if you don't like us. Five stars would help people find us. Also, and, yep, yep, because we're going on YouTube, like, like us, all the things, do the things, you know, do your d- daily duty, whatever it is. It's your job like, now. This is how You've been I employed. Feel about it. Yeah, you bias. will not be paid. No, we don't have money. <laughs> you will be beaten senselessly. No, you until won't. you comply with our rules. Form a union. I dare you. Like, don't, please. don't. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk, let's just talk for a second. Talk. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing. Good. I was I have a date tonight, and I'm Woo-woo! excited because it's cute. That is cute. We're going mini golfing. That's like the quintessential cute. It's the quintessential cute date. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do that thing where like, and he's I'm not cute. really good at this, and then like puts his arms around you to help no, to help with the club. We already talked about it. I was already like, hey, I'm bad at this, just so you know. And he goes, cool, me too. And I was like, excellent. Also, you know, excellent. I, you know, I don't like physical touch. This is like a yes. That you is know true. what? I realized this week. Not to get into this too quickly, but I realized that most of my little, like, anachronisms in speaking are because of Napoleon Dynamite. I went to see this as a child really? with my father. You know how often I say sweet? Have you noticed? Yeah, you do say that a lot. I think it's because of Napoleon Dynamite. Totally. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, well, we'll get into that for sure, but let's start with a, a wait, good Wait, how's old... your week going? Oh, this is a good week. It's a good week. Busy. We're, we've got things... Wait, in the... wait. Can I tell people that your car died? My car did die. Can I tell them that you didn't know how to jump a car? Because I was shocked that someone didn't know. I could probably jump a car in the sense that, like, like if you give me, like, 10 feet to run, I would make it over the hood. Oh, I couldn't do that. But I cannot jump start a car. That, uh, Yeah, we were shooting our... We got a web series coming up, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Ayo. Um, uh, and we were shooting that, and I was and trying... And it looks good, by the way. <laughs> it looks really good. It's going to be I'm funny. I'm so shit. excited. Our little combos... 
Like, they improvised lines. I wrote some scripts to be PG, and they are now PG-13, but funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I, was leave, we were, I was leaving the shoot, and uh, my car just didn't start. So Ryan came to the rescue, took me to get jumper cables. We jump-started the car. I'm not 100% sure if it'll start tonight when I need it. I taught him how to jump cars. It should, as long as you drove about an hour. Did you leave it on for an hour? Yeah. Okay, then you're good. Alrighty then. I'm excited. Um, uh, but that's, that's but it's been a good week. He went. Uh, it's good to have a Texas boy, and I was like, I feel like most people should know this, but I don't know, man. I was. It's Los Angeles. It's not that's a thing. True. Yeah. Nobody no, knows how to do anything here. So in Texas, they care about tweet. you being self-sufficient, like really do. So I definitely had times when both, like my granddad and my father, would take me to the side and be like, "This is how you do this." It's also why I can construct things. I'm pretty, like, I'm okay with construction. Like, if you're, like, saw this, I would know how to do it. I knew what jumper were, like, cables were. I knew there was a red and a black, and I knew you put them on things on the on the engines. Mm-hmm. I would have killed myself. I would have put it on the wrong thing and electrocuted myself and died. So that was good that you were there. They taught me to change a tire. I can build you a table or a chair. What else can you evenly. do? Um, I Like, a lot of things. You can, you, re- be- you can record a pretty damn good podcast. Yeah, I could. Let's focus. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I wasn't I just, trying to like, read you in. I'm proud of funny. my like. I'm proud of my occasional. I'm proud of you too. You, you know came to my rescue. There are was, moments was, where it. I'm a real man. A few of them. I'm a real boy. I'm a real man. Um, I'm a. Let's... I'm a. I'm a. Speaking of being, I'm a be. I'm a be. I'm a. I'm a be. Can you imagine a Pinocchio version of that? I can't. Let's do it. It's terrible. Uh, speaking Kill of me. wanting to be a real man, you know who really wanted to be a real man again? Emperor Cusco. In the Emperor's new groove. I want to just, like, kill you. Nope, transitions. Transitions are my thing now. Came out in 2000. (laughs) That's right. The old 2000. uh, Made $169.3 million uh, for that time. is a decent amount of money. It's good. Uh, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Also good. That's a good rating. Uh, But it did perform under expectations. Yeah, 100%. Do you want to do the plot of this one or the plot of Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, you do the plot of this one. Okay, uh... Emperor Cusco. Don't project. It makes it loud. Like, louder than that. Emperor Cusco. Good boy. Uh, emperor Cusco is the emperor of uh, 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 just an, an empire. It's, it's the like, Maya, Mayan it's empire. Like an empire. It's just an empire. It's just like... It's a Central American it's like a thing empire. Own. It's Incan. Incan. Okay. He's You're the welcome. leader of an Incan empire. He's the emperor. He's he's 18 years old. Uh, uh, and he... Uh, it starts with a musical number. Ba-da-da-da. They set the tone. Cusco. They set up the tone right up front uh, with him breaking the fourth wall. He talks directly to the audience. He does. It's being told from the future. Absolutely. Uh, Well, uh, midway through the future. Yeah, midway. It's It's weird. weird. Yeah, it's a weird jump halfway through. Because then all of a sudden he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, ever again. Because he doesn't need to narrate because modern time. So apparently at some point he got a projector that we aren't seeing. We're we're not privy to when that's happening. So for the first half he's presenting the movie and then all of a sudden he's not. It just stops. Uh, Anyway, so uh, Cusco's telling us about how great of a, how great his life was before these horrible people ruined his life uh, and we get to meet the people who did that he invites Pacha who's, who's John Goodman also Cusco's David Spade he's good man they're both pretty good in this. get it and I'm not crazy about that David Spade good man <laughs> die um, and, and he tells Pacha hey I, I want to know where you get the most sun on your hill because I'm going to build my summer home right where your house is Pacha's not happy about that he goes home very unhappy uh, and he fires Cusco Fires his his assistant because he's not happy with her, and he's no. also kind of a dick. Cusco fires. Okay, no, you you skip some things. What's his more? aide? His aide is yeah, I was named getting, Yzma. Yzma. I was getting Yzma that. is ruling the world, and that's who Cusco fires. Yeah, that's what I meant. 
It just was a joke. Didn't come, I just, didn't come across I like, well. Yeah, no, because okay. I was confused. Well, Yzma, Yzma's the emperor's advisor, but she's running the country behind his back. He's not happy about it, so he fires her. Uh, now, Yzma's not too happy, so she decides with her, her boy toy Kronk, her little minion, that they're going to poison Cusco. Uh, so they invite him over for dinner. And Kronk's the best character. Kronk is the best character in the movie. And they, uh, they accidentally give him llama potion turn instead him into of poison. Llama. They turn him into a llama, uh, and he accidentally falls on the back of Pacha, his cart, and they, he takes him home. He wakes up, he realizes he's a llama, and he wants Pacha to take him home, but Pacha won't take him home unless he decides not to build a summer home there. They have a journey of self-discovery. Yeah. Cusco realizes he's, he's a dick. selfish. And Pacha, Pacha realizes really, nothing. He's just been a good guy been the, good whole the whole time. time. He's going to continue to be. There's a fun little battle with Isma. Cusco becomes a human again, and he's nice this time. And that's yeah. the Emperor's new groove. His new, his new groove. His new pal, Pacha. Pacha. I love that name. Pacha. 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 Uh, Cusco and Pacha. What works about this movie for you, and what doesn't work about this movie for you? The jokes land. The it's humor's a really very good. funny movie. It's very funny. And there's this one scene in... Can I just go ahead and give go, my best go part? Go for it. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, best yeah, part yeah. of the whole movie is this whole kitchen sequence where That's they are... so funny. It is like an extended, like, 10-minute long joke of Cusco and Yzma are in the same room. Both of them know what they look like, and they're both trying to hide from each other regardless. And While they ordering just, food. They keep not realizing that the other person is there. Kronk's also involved, and Kronk knows what Pacha looks like. So there's a similar thing happening with yeah. Kronk, Pacha, Yzma Cusco. It's like a 30s screwball comedy for like it's 10 really minutes. really funny. And it's brilliant. Um, yeah, all the, I think most of the jokes in this movie really, really land. Some better than others, but like it's a very... One of the things that doesn't work about this movie is it gets way wackier in the second half and i think it's inconsistent that being said the wackier half's the better the half. wackier half is the better half it's sh- like this whole movie should have been that wacky. once they let their and freak flag fly they're just like they're going they're um, going strong jokes are great i think the voice cast is spot on john yeah. goodman's great i d- i'm not crazy about david spade i think he's good for this role i think his voice fits i just don't like the character enough but yeah okay i have stuff to tell you about this later we'll get there, but yeah. go for a second um uh uh oh what's his name i keep forgetting his name Kronk is played by the guy from Family Guy, and his name is oh, uh, got the Patrick the, the Warburton, voice. Patrick Warburton, who played Buzz Lightyear in the series. Oh, in the, the when they tried to make the animated show. Yeah, and I they like only that made the movie. show. I love that movie. That they that movie was that supposed to be the good. pilot, and then it didn't. The TV work. show did happen. Yeah, but didn't it get canceled after like. Yeah, but it was good. I don't know. It was okay, man. Like, back off that show for a second. I love that show. I used to rent that VHS from the library when you could do that. Two of those things are now obsolete. I owned it. Jeez, sorry. So I'm a sorry that you better didn't have to fan than you. VHS. Okay, so um, yeah, yeah, good. good it's all funny, funny, funny it's movie. It's funny, funny, funny. I think that's why it's sort of persevered and yeah. like people still reference it because it was very funny. And it's not set now, and it doesn't reference other things. Like, yeah, it doesn't reference. So it like it's one of those that you could watch like 50 years ago, and it would have been funny. And you can watch it now, and, and it's, it's still, still funny. funny. Um, but. It didn't exist 50 years ago. But here's... So, so I'm going to Give me that backstory. backstory Ryan's facts. Fun facts with Ryan. Because I research things. Um, so The Emperor's New Groove was originally going to be a movie called Kingdom of the Sun, and it was designed to be a drama based around The Emperor's New Clothes. Cusco was still the star, although his name was Mako, and Mako ended up being a word that means the C word in another language, so they changed his oh name. Oh, my. Uh, but Cusco was... Um, always in it, and Pacha 
was actually someone who looks exactly like Cusco, and they changed they lives. Swapped. They swapped got lives, it, got it, got and it. then Cusco got turned into a llama still. Yzma <laughs> was like an evil woman who wanted to destroy the sun, absorb the sun, so that way she would stay young forever. That makes sense. And it was a lot more about um, spirituality and Inca mythology, and it had a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. And they hired Sting, noted musician Sting, to yep. write six songs for Kingdom of the Sun. But they were like, okay, so here's what happened, is um, Disney didn't like that it was so thoughtful. They were like, no, because Hunchback of Notre Dame had done poorly. Yeah. and um, Critically, it did well, but kids didn't like kids it because didn't it was like too it. serious. And um, also, Pocahontas had done poorly money-wise. Because it was very serious. So they were like, okay, fine, we're not doing that. So they turned this into a slapstick road like Buddy road cop movie. journey. But they did that at the very last minute. It was going to get shut down if they didn't do that. They couldn't add more money. They only had the money. They had already animated gotcha. sequences. So they used sequences. But they made John Goodman's character. Like, that took a long time. They He weighs 250 pounds, the like, character they drew. So mm. they, like, did all the physicality. It's very right, interesting. Right. But Sting's wife, um, part of him agreeing to do it, he was like, my wife has to be able to make a movie about me making the songs. So she still had the rights to that movie. And oh. it's called uh, The Sweatbox. Mm-hmm. And um, Disney owns it, so they'll never release it. But they had to release it at one particular um, like festival. I think they did it at Cannes. Oh, okay. And so there's like this movie out there about Sting making songs for, for the a Emperor's movie that New doesn't Brew exist, and how upset he is that it didn't get released. That's owned by Disney, so it's in the vault. Just like weird stuff. But apparently, the original movie, this guy put ten years of his life into this movie, and it was like his magnum opus, and they never shot it. And he's to this day has never worked with Disney. What a shame! But it's apparently like a beautiful, well written, really beautiful. You, movie. you always come in here with just knowledge, and you drop knowledge, and it's I appreciate it because I like movies. And you like widening my uh, horizons. But I think the Emperor. So here's where I met with the Emperor's new group. How did you feel about it then? How do you feel about it? Now? I used to love it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I still like it and think it's very funny. I think it's a three stars out of five kind of movie. Okay. But I think this hidden version would have been maybe a five stars out of five movie. And I'm sad that we'll never see it. I think, uh, I, I used to like this movie. I think it's so funny now. I it's think so I didn't funny. get a lot of the adult humor back then. Oh, but yeah. like, it's very, very funny. Uh, the best moment for me is there's a joke at the end where like, uh, Yzma and Kronk are chasing Cusco and uh, Pacha through the woods. And like on the map, they're being dotted, like dotted lines mm-hmm. are following them and you're seeing the chase. And Cusco and Pacha get away from them. And they make it to the lab in time, and they're about to turn Cusco back into a human. And Isma walks in, and she's like, "Ha ha, we caught you!" And he goes, "How did you catch up to us? That's not physically possible." And Krunk pulls out a map with the dotted lines, and he goes, "Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's not physically possible. I have no idea how we got here." <laughs> and they yeah. just acknowledge the fact that they just needed the villain to be there at the yeah. end. Um, it's, it's just very really, self. It's, it's funny. Very funny. It's very funny. I will never take away that this movie is funny. It's very. I just funny. don't think it has much depth. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah, and I, I think it would have. Yeah. So I'm sad. I like art movies. Honestly, I, like I would art. rather it be. I like. I, I would love rather it be beautiful than hilarious. Sometimes. And yeah. I yeah. don't know. Although I would not trade anything for that kitchen sequence. The I'm chick- very. I'm very happy this so movie funny. exists. Like Me I, too. I wouldn't. I I want this movie to be a thing because I do think it's very very funny and I. Yeah, I really like this movie. They did make a sequel. Like we said earlier, Kronk is the best part of this movie. So the next. So they were Kronk's like, hey. Kronk's New Groove, and that movie... What's the worst part of this movie for real, you? Real bad, that movie. What's Kronk's the worst part of this movie? Um, hmm. I don't necessarily ship the relationship between uh, Cusco and 
Pacha. The yeah. friendship that forms, I just don't. I don't buy. Really. You don't buy. They it. don't. They don't, really, they don't really show you the journey. You know what I mean? They show you a couple instances of them, like them in peril, like when they go over the waterfall and when they're about to fall into the crocodile pit. That's really all they show you. They don't show you the journey of them becoming friends. Yeah. Or like Cusco learning his lesson. The only time we see Cusco sort of like well, contemplate. Cusco was not the original right. protagonist. Right. So he had a journey, but it was much smaller. Originally, it was Pacha who really carried the whole thing, which I think is why Pacha feels like more of a character is the script. Like, Yeah. They only give you one moment where Cusco feels like he's even thinking about it. And it's when Pacha puts his his shirt over him when he's cold. And like, that's it. They don't which give is you... a beautiful moment. Yeah, but, there, but you don't get anything one. else like that in the entire movie. Okay, so let me jump real quick and just say my worst part is him narrating. Yeah, there's like one funny joke that comes out of that, I think, it's maybe in the beginning. It. It's not worth it. Yeah, that's the weird thing is like halfway through the movie, the narration catches up with real time. And real time Cusco tells narration Cusco, knock it off. You're not telling the right version of the story. So it's like, who's the narration version? Who is that? Alternate, alternate alternate universe universe Cusco. So that's that's Cusco, the sequel. That's the sequel we deserve. Cusco, Finding Cusco, parallel universes. Cusco. There's the song for the episode. I have Woo. to. Um. Yeah. What else? Do you have anything else to say about Emperor's New Groove? Nope. Liked it. I still like it. It's very funny. Liked it. Like it less. I think I like, like it a little more now, but um, we went the opposite direction. Oh no, disagreement. We're gonna disagree on this next oh, one too. I know we really are. So uh, why don't you give me the plot, Ryan, of Napoleon Great. Dynamite? Napoleon Dynamite is a movie about a nerdy high schooler, and that's pretty much it. Yep. His friend runs for class president. That's kind of a plot, but barely. His, his, and his grandma his gets hurt. His grandma uncle gets comes hurt. to town. His uncle comes to town. That's not really much of a plot either. Just characters that they're throwing into it. Yep, yep, yep. And um, his girl he likes, they don't really get together, but they're nope. friends. Yep. So I would say this movie doesn't really have a plot, but nope. just suffice it to say it's about a nerdy high schooler in a small town encountering wacky characters. Hi, Jinx and Sue. Uh, yeah, 2004 made $46.1 million. That is not money. But it's a lot of money compared to the budget. Set well, yes, obviously four hundred thousand dollars. But that's on like that saying budget. that Paranormal Activity obviously is like they spent what fifty thousand dollars on that movie. Yeah. Anyway, seventy one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so decent. Um, it Ryan, had better home video sales, also. So it, I remember like, had this more movie. Life. I remember this movie doing well with time. So yeah, the box office isn't really what you should look at on this one. Just know it made a lot of money on not yeah. much of a budget. I mean, and it, it was, started a production company that's still around. Was probably one of the most popular Halloween costumes for years. I love um, it. Ryan, what works about this movie and what does not work about this movie? Um, okay, so I actually think most of the humor is still really funny. It I do too. It is very anachronistic. It doesn't live in a time period that makes sense. No. So, like, a lot of it is just, like, these weird non-sequitur jokes, and they jump around, and it's like, this character is saying this weird thing, this character is saying this weird thing, but they do it with such a straight face that I laugh the entire movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the humor works for me. Uh, how I used to feel about this movie, just so we get that out of the way, I used to... Not like this movie. This movie really creeped me out. I watched it, I think, too young, and I just didn't... That, like, weird Middle America setting just oh, yeah. made me uncomfortable. Oh, because you I, haven't been to Middle America. I have later in life, but back then, I recognize no. Middle America. And I, I, that, that weird depiction of Middle America just sort of gave me a weird vibe, and also I wasn't getting the jokes, and there wasn't, like, the comfort of a narrative. So I really didn't like this movie. Now that I've rewatched it, it's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, these characters are hilarious. Yeah, I s- I'm not saying it's a bad movie because I know it's a good movie. I like it. I don't like it. 
Why not? You know what I mean? When you watch a movie and you're like, yeah, this is good, but I don't like Fox it. Foxcatcher. You just I don't said you liked to, it. I don't need to watch it again. Oh. Ever. Okay. Okay. I love it, and I rewatch it periodically in the background of things. Yeah, yeah. I, because I still love it. It still makes me laugh. Like, the Rex Quando is hilarious. Rex Quando is the funniest part of the movie. That's um, my favorite. That's my best moment. I also love the scene where Deb comes over and is like, would you like glamour shots by Deb? And I'm trying to make money for college. Your mom went to college, leaves all of these hand-woven keychains at his house. It's so funny. I love when Napoleon goes into the nurse's office and calls his brother, and he's like... Can you uh can you bring me some chapstick? Yeah. And he's like, just use the ones they have in the drawer. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, and then immediately followed by, don't be jealous because I'm chatting. Don't be jealous because I'm, I'm chatting, chatting babes, sweet babes, sweet all day. babes all day. Um, yeah, like it's very funny. I'm not denying that. I I think there's uh, I think the lack of narrative is a downfall. Like you can have great characters because this movie does have great characters. Yeah. You can have great characters and still tell a story. Yeah, I think I don't know. I just. I would trade nothing for the love is a rose scene, and I would trade literally nothing for the freaking cow. There's a cow that gets killed by a farmer while a bus is passing. Tina, I just come like, get some food. Yeah, I love Eat this it. movie. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna fight it. I I will say it's I will very say it funny. Doesn't have a story that used to bother me, and now I think it just doesn't because I've gotten to where. Well, you know what it is that messed me up is I went to a very liberal arts school mm. and I did a bunch of English classes. And my favorite author is James Joyce. And James Joyce has a tendency to just follow characters. Mm -hmm. And then there's like narrative relevance. Like there's like thematic relevance, but never right. necessarily a narrative attached. Mm -hmm. Like you could watch this guy just go to the store for 500 pages and it would be very dense and very beautiful, but you right. wouldn't really link in a plot. Um, my favorite thing he ever wrote is called The Dead. It follows just a bunch of characters at a party, and the characters don't really have any relevance to each other other than mm -hmm. they know each other. But it's all about how we, like, die to ourselves when we love people is what it ends up being about. And it's beautiful, but it's also very funny. And so I found that I kind of don't necessarily need a narrative anymore. Okay. And I often can understand why people exclude them. It makes it more of, like, a reflection of life, right. like a weird funhouse mirror. I think the... Uh... The best comparison I can give to how I feel about this movie is like how I feel about Boyhood. I don't know if anybody's seen Boyhood. It was nominated for Best Picture a couple of years ago. Uh, it took 12 years to film. They followed a kid. The actors literally grew up with the movie. They would film one month out of the year for 12 years. Yeah. Um, and I like it. Yeah. I feel the don't. same way about this movie that I feel about Boyhood where it's like, okay, great. These characters feel real. And these are great acting performances. I still need a story. Because at the end of the day, these are not real people, so why the fuck do I care watching nothing happen? Napoleon Dynamite oh. has the added benefit of being fucking hilarious. So it's like, okay, at least I'm getting something out of this. Whereas Boyhood, I felt like, yes, this is very well made and great job with these acting performances, but nothing happens in this movie and I don't care. Okay, yeah, we definitely disagree on that. One of my all-time favorite movies is Dazed and Confused and Nothing Happens. Yeah. One of my other all-time favorite movies is called Henry Gamble's Birthday Party. And that, that is a brilliant, wonderful movie. Nothing happens. I'm going to show you that movie, though, just because I think you'll get something out of okay. it. I just, I'm just Ooh. under the impression that like an acting performance is an acting performance, and that's great. You can have a great acting performance and still tell a story. And because I'm under not, the impression that stories aren't always necessarily what you would envision a story to be. I think we've sometimes fallen too much into the trap of assuming that there has to be narrative cohesion at the end. And I actually find it to be kind of a beautiful thing when you can eschew narrative cohesion. 
Okay. For something that's thematically cohesive. Okay. And I think Napoleon Dynamite actually hits that. I think it's a lot about like it's a lot about the misfits of the world. And so it, it goes to people who are seeking for meaning and very meaningless things constantly. You got Pedro searching for some kind of validation and being the president and his whole thread is like he gets sick whenever people don't validate him like he just goes home and can't do anything Mm -hmm. um napoleon's whole thing is he's like a compulsive liar because he feels unrecognized by people so he will lie about everything and so uh deb her thing is she is in like she's she's just nervous Mm -hmm. all the time and her nerves stem from like a need of connection as well so you have them finding each other so i would say I would say it has a story, but it's more of a thematic cohesion than like a narrative cohesion, and I like it. Okay. Sorry to get all film studies. No, it's fine. I mean, obviously, like everybody goes into movies looking for different things. I we're gonna disagree on this one. It's okay. Tini, you fat lord. I'm not saying this is a bad movie, and obviously, there's a lot of work. But oh, you know what my favorite line is? What are you drinking? Two percent because you think you're fat. I love how I guess that. Because you're not. You could totally drink whole if you want to. I'm glad that we both picked on that moment at the same time. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not again. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just when I go into movies, having seen some of the stuff I've seen, it's just like, okay, you can have these characters, but give me a little something else. Do they have large talons? <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. It's so quotable. Hey, Napoleon, give me some of your tots. Um, yeah, it's very quotable. Your own. It's extremely quotable. It reminds me a lot of uh, like Juno is a less funny version of this. Juno has a plot though. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying is like, give me some, just something, even if it's a little plot, a little plot, give me a little something. We're not gonna agree give me on a this one. Something, give me something. I I tend towards movies that don't have a plot. That's yeah, why Ferris right. Bueller is my favorite one. I don't even think that movie has even a remotely. A it bit of has a plot. a plot. Oh please. It has oh, a plot. One hundred percent. What do you mean off my high horse? You just lectured us about plot. Okay, cohesion. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I didn't lecture you. It about was a anything. lecture. Because I care. I care too, Ryan. We just disagree on things. That's okay. Film is subjective in some ways, and it is objective in other ways. I'm never going to forgive you. You're never going to forgive me for not being crazy about Napoleon Dynamite? There's a second song. That's not the song. What emotion am I going for in song on this? Diva. (laughs) I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about these movies? I like them both. Um, I think I could have loved Empire of the Sun, and I'm sad that it's the Emperor's New Groove, but the Emperor's New Groove is still good. That's just one of those things, though, that, like, you'll never know, because it could have turned out bad, too. Yeah, Napoleon Um, Dynamite, I used to like, now I love. Yeah, uh, Emperor's New Groove, used to like it. With age, I find more jokes funny, so I think I like it more. I don't love it. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, I used to hate, now I kind of like, even though I think it's not something I would watch on the regular. I'm going to make you... Have you seen Dazed and Confused? No. You got to watch it. I think it's just an acquired taste. Okay. I really do. Okay. I believe in you. Okay. I believe in you. All right. Uh, if you want to email us, movies, you still like at gmail.com. Ask us questions. Give us comments. Give us a five-star review. Tell your friends about our podcast. Tell your friends about our upcoming web show. Tell your friends about Ryan's chest hair. Ew. I don't have any right now. That's all, folks.